Uh-oh, this thing's on. Hey everybody, this is Ty Eden, and this is the Tybo Show. Hello everyone, this is Ty Eden, and I'm the host of this show, the Tybo Show. Um, thank you for tuning back in and having the interest in listening to these, uh, these episodes that I'm bringing you. Hopefully you, you gather some, uh, some insight, some knowledge, and you keep coming back. I love it when the same people come back. Spread the word. So this week, we are, our guest is Susan Newstrom. Um, she is a, from what I found out with this interview, she is a professor at uh, DePaul University. She has her doctorate degree. Um, she's also a, a director of human resources for a nonprofit agency, which was a, uh, I think a long standing wish that she wanted to accomplish. She, um, makes some interesting, uh, admissions in our interview that, for apparently many years, she didn't want to uh, disclose to anyone. But the main theme of why I wanted her on my show was she wrote a book called The Comfort Zone. Leaving your comfort zone is not so hard after all. And that can be both an elective thing. You just one day decide, I don't like what I'm doing. I want to do something different. Or some sort of an unfortunate life event occurs and you find yourself forced into doing something different and then you're gonna have to figure it out so one way you do it electively and the other way um, just kind of pushed on you and you just kind of have to push through it so let's tune in with susan and um, get this little interview going all right we'll talk to you on the other side and we're off and running. Okay, so thank you for uh, joining me, Susan. I appreciate you taking out some 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 time in your busy, busy schedule. I know you've got a lot of balls that you're juggling with uh, the organization that you're working for, and some of your studies, and and I don't know, are you are you working on a, on new books? I'm I'm talking to you because of um, this one book, The Comfort Zone Illusion. Um, certainly, uh, I'm yes, I'm I'm very happy to be here, definitely, and speaking with you and uh, talking about the comfort zone is is my passion, definitely, uh, because uh, you know I live through that and I see a lot of people and I talk to a lot of people that are struggling as I struggled once, and so it's for me it's very uh, interesting to uh, listen to other people and then see how I can work with them. Yeah, everybody's um, afraid of change, aren't they? You know, it you know, everyone wants change, but when you begin to step out of the comfort zone or what you believe to be the comfort zone, you find that it's much more difficult. And um I really uh, wanted to understand why that happens. Why why do we even when we want to make that change? struggle so much and as many times it's just easier to stay where you are even when you are in discomfort because it's it's too difficult to step out so 
Well, what was the impetus? Uh, what was what was the impetus that that got you to go through your personal change? And maybe expand a little bit about where you were and where you kind of Certainly. pushed yourself to go. And you know, what 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 kind of help did you seek out to kind of help? Because everybody needs help in some fashion or manner. Yes, yes. And and I was always one who thought I could do anything by myself, and I didn't need help. Uh, I had a career in banking, and I enjoy the career, but it was a career of convenience, not a career of choice. And I spent 22 years in banking, you know, may rising the, the ladder and making it to assistant vice president. But I wasn't happy in that role only because it wasn't my passion and I really wanted to work directly with people. I volunteered every opportunity I could get and I wanted to find a way to move into working in nonprofit and not uh, only as as a direct service but to to lead a nonprofit and to have change occur. Uh, in order for me to do that, I would need to divulge a secret that I kind of kept under my uh, uh, hat for a long, long time, never speaking about it to anyone. Uh, I'm a high school dropout, and for 30 years, I looked at myself as a failure. I was happy that I had a job, but I didn't feel I could move anywhere else. I was, I was stuck. But that little voice inside tells you, it's time to move. It's time to take that risk. And so I did step outside my comfort zone and I got my GED. And when that worked out well, I got two associate degrees. And then when that was working well, I moved into a bachelor's degree, my master's degree, and then finally my doctorate in a 12-year span. I was fortunate then to, do, to lead a nonprofit. I was I worked, began working in uh, with adults with developmental disabilities, moved into executive director working inside the DuPage County Jail, uh, leading educational programs to inmates. Then I moved into leading uh, Community Adult Day Center, uh, which is a uh, senior uh, community for uh, people that with dementia. And that now currently I am a director of the St. Benedict Foundation. I'm also faculty at National Lewis and at DePaul University, and I'm working on my certificate in positive psychology. So it's been a journey that had many, many struggles. Uh, often, there were three times during that journey I wanted to turn around and go back. I couldn't do this. And because of that journey, often people, when I share that story, people would say to me, you've got to write a book, you've got to write a book. And I knew um, that was that was something I wanted to do all my life, is to write a book. However, in order for me to do that, I thought, well, you know, my story may be inspirational, but inspiration only goes so far. It's time that you you want to know how to. How did you do it? How did you, you have that transformation moving from where you were to where you want to be? And so I started to look at why. Why is it difficult to move out of the comfort zone? And I looked at the process that I used 
to do that. And when I started to, I coach people also, and I, when I started to coach people, I realized that their process or how I was working with them on the process seemed to click very, very well. And they were able to, to move forward as I move forward. So it is amazing when you start to look at breaking it down and understanding, creating a greater self-awareness of, of what is happening and you're able to push through that. So that was the, uh, that's what led me to write the book, The Comfort Zone Illusion, leaving your comfort zones not so hard after all. Do you find, do you find that people that want to make whatever that life change is, do you find that there's um, kind of a big push, a big why? It's got to be a pretty big one and pretty strong one for them to actually follow through with that change, follow, you know, taking it all the way to the end. It, exactly. Uh, I, I tell people that you, you have to create a sense of urgency. And certainly uh, because I made my journey much, much later in life, 30 years after dropping out of high school, I, I decided to start that educational journey. It, it's creating a sense of urgency. And I could very well say it was a sense of urgency because of age. But that wasn't the case. It has to be a sense of urgency that really touches your heart, that gives you purpose for what you're doing. As I said many times, three times, I, I wanted to turn back. But that, that purpose that I had, and, and that purpose really was, uh, my mother was getting up in the, up in years. And as a teenager, I want to say I probably was not the best daughter. And, I really wanted my mother to be proud of me, even after all these years. And so that journey, that educational journey, I wanted her present in the audience when they called me doctor so that she could see she really did a good job with me. And I did uh, reach the, the point that I wanted to reach. So that sense of urgency that I've got to do this now, not later has to be first and foremost because that's what will keep you going. And if if that's not present, it's easy to to step aside and say, mm, it's it's not worth it. And so creating that sense of urgency really helps move you along. And that sense of urgency has got to stick with you through the whole process too, right? Or do, do, do you find that it changes as you go go forward with it? You know, your goals do change as as you're moving along. Uh, my my goal uh, originally when I started the, my journey was to change careers as I moved into uh, along the journey. It changed to a personal uh, journey, whereas I needed to feel that sense of accomplishment. I was creating change not only in myself, but I was creating change all around me. I have been invited into organizations when they are ready to close their doors. And the, the process that I use personally, I also use uh, with organizations. And that change works very, very well. And so it, it's, it's all about 
having support, having the people around you that can push you along. I was fortunate enough to have two mentors along the way that saw something in me that I couldn't see. And they opened many doors for me to to move forward. I was so fortunate because, as I said, in the past, I never asked for support. But when you have a definite goal in mind, you have a destination to reach. When you put out your hand and ask for help, you won't get one hand uh, to grab you. You will get many because people want to help and support you when they know you're bound and determined to make that change. How hard was it to, uh, for that initial ask? It was very hard, very hard, uh, because especially when I felt like a failure, uh, I was embarrassed of lack of education and being able to uh, be vulnerable in the face of many people who assumed I had an education, assumed I was on a great career path. And then you begin to break it down to say, I need help. I can't do this alone. Uh, because when you return to school after 30 years, it's uh, you don't know what to expect. And having support of um, educators and administrators and and also uh, many of my friends and relatives kind of gathered around me and said, you can do this. And that meant so much. I know I was uh, taking a course in uh, computers at that time, and I did not know anything about computers. And I was ready to just just bow out of the class. And one of the students came to me and said, come on, I'll work with you. We'll do this together. And I was able past that. Uh, the other was business math. I am not good at math. And therefore, that was another one I was going to I, I was going to turn around that I'm done. And again, I got the support of my peers to say we can do this. And those opportunities that you have to take that support and move forward are precious and you use them. And, and that circle of support that you build uh, continues throughout your life. I can reach out to the people that were with me from day one to now, and they will still be my support system. So it's important to create that for yourself uh, wherever you are in your journey. And so where are you today? Uh, are you still working on additional education? Are you just pretty much involved in the non-for-profit that you're that you're managing or you you mentioned that you're doing some you're an educator as yes. well yes uh, I, uh, I I enjoy m multiple opportunities and definitely uh, I I am work, uh, I'm a director of foundation at Villa St. Benedict but I also uh, teach at National Lewis I've uh, I teach in their MBA program. I teach in their Master of Human Services, created a number of uh, courses within both of those uh, programs. At DePaul, I teach in their uh, uh, liberal learning uh, program. And 
I'm developing right now, and I'm going to be teaching this in the fall, it is uh, a growth mindset course. And so I'm very excited about that. And uh, I'm also uh, working on my certificate in positive psychology and my certificate in positive psychology coaching. And one of my projects, and, and I am, uh, I'm going to have an opportunity to present one of my projects, which is, uh, the, the growth mindset challenge. And it is a, a program that allows, uh, everyone in, in comfort zone really is a change of mindset, definitely, and allows you to move from that fixed mindset. I can't do this to a growth mindset. I can do this. So I have, I have a, a, you know, a lot of things uh, we're, I'm working on leading to uh, a second book, uh, definitely, that will look at uh, change, how, how you change when it is unplanned. Uh, my first book was all about moving through a change process when you really, truly desire. But I also find that there are times that change comes about you you never planned for it, but you've got to work through it. And how do you do that? And and so uh, that is what my second book will be about. Not a title yet, but my second book will be about the unplanned change and how, how do you step out of that comfort zone when you don't really want to. And it is possible. Uh, so that is, you know, just the number of projects I'm working on right now. Well, that's ironic. Now, I, you were able to get me a copy of your uh, your first book here, The Comfort Zone Illusion. And that, that second book uh, draws a lot of interest uh, from me personally. I uh, went through kind of an unplanned change a couple of years mm -hmm. ago. And, um, and there's a lot of things that are up in the air and you're questioning and, and then you really have to kind of just make some decisions and think down deep and and kind of push ahead. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a challenge and where you can find mentors and you can find help. It's always, uh, you know, those people that you can kind of bounce things off yes. of. And then also it's, uh, you know, am I on the right path? Am I taking on too much? What, uh, because it's, it's totally new territory. It's not where you've been. It's not where you're used to or comfortable with. And uh, you, you don't have a choice. You've got to do something, you know, different to kind of continue and move forward. So I'll be I'll be excited when you finish that second book, because I'll, I'll be definitely interested in reading it. How long did it take you to write this first book? Um, this fir first book took me probably about six months. I knew uh, that I wanted to complete it. Uh, I used the same process that I used for writing my dissertation. I wanted to make sure that I uh, wrote it in uh, short blocks rather than trying to sit down and write a book. Uh, I did bring on a book coach who worked with me that she guaranteed I would have a first draft in six weeks, and I did. Uh, and so that was very exciting for me, you know, seeing that I, it had occurred uh, so quickly. And then the next process was going through all the editing and adding and, and doing all of the other things. But in reality, uh, I could I produced that draft in six weeks and it, it is possible. Yes. 
So did you write it out kind of in the chronological order that the book is depicted in? Or were there kind of scattered thoughts and, oh, I want to put this down and that down? So there there must have been a certain amount of words you were trying to get down on paper each day and being diligent to it, right. too. And, and you, you have to. Uh, if I had not written a 150-page dissertation prior to writing my book, I, I can guarantee it would not have... Uh, turned around as quickly as I wanted it to. But the process is exactly as you said. Uh, every day you have to write. It may be one word that you put down, but that one word, because I will stare at a sentence for probably about an hour uh, trying to figure out, is this the right sentence? And every single word is looked at as, does it have meaning to the reader? I was really, really had to focus on the reader more than me. What what will help the reader understand and move along? Because the the how to, the understanding of what are you going through when you are stepping out of that comfort zone? What I used is the uh, theory of change uh, by a researcher named Prochaska who uh, looked at people who are trying to kick bad habits, mostly addictions, maybe weight loss, smoking, things such as that. And he, in his research, he was looking at what tools and resources help people along the way. And as it would seem that maybe it's just it's a linear journey that you decide you're going to quit something and you move move forward. Doesn't always happen that way. You fall back. Uh, you you step may hey one step forward and two steps back, and it is the same during a transformation. And if you see where you want to go, you take one step forward, but then often you take many steps back. And in uh, his research, how he how he created his theory of change is that he really said it really wasn't tools and resources that that enabled people to move forward and kick their habits. It was understanding where they are in a change process. So as I looked at my own experience and I looked at other people who I coached to say, where are you in the change process? I identified uh, five stages that people really go through in, during that change process. And so you begin by saying, well, I'm going to explore. I'm going to think about where I want to go. And that's kind of the exploration stage. The next might be, I'm going to start to do something. I'm going to step out a little bit. It may be submitting a resume to for a new position. It may be uh, doing something different that you haven't done. And, and that's kind of a tinkering stage. And it's, it feels really good. Uh, when you're in full-blown change, that is a transformation of uh, who you thought you were, who other people think you are, to who you really are and want to be, it becomes what is called chaotic confusion. You can't step back. You can't step forward. You are stuck. You can't move. 
And as things begin to take their shape and you are becoming successful in uh, kind of that, that new way of looking at yourself and the new mindset that you have, you get into a breathing stage where you can just kind of chill out and, and things are going smoothly. And then finally, you do reach your goal and become victorious again. If we could all move on that path, it would, and, and just move through those stages, it would be easy. Doesn't happen that way. Often, life takes over. Things are not uh, as easy as they seem, and you keep moving back and forth. But understanding where you are in that journey at any given time allows you to find the people that you need in your life, to find the ways that you're going to move forward, to take the tools and the resources that are out there at the stage you're in. Because what what you will ask for is advice from people, and they will gladly give it to you. Unfortunately, people don't know where you are in that change process. And if you can identify you're able to take their advice at the moment in your life when you need it. So if you're in exploration, you may not want to do the same thing that you're going to be doing in Victorious. So it is it is creating greater self-awareness of who you are, understanding what fears you're feeling, and being able to label them as they are, because you're not your fear, you can move forward. And and in my book, I really delve into steps that you take during each of those, those uh, chain stages you're in. How you can use fear as, as energy to move you forward, to propel you forward. And then how you can continue to uh, have success enablers, what you can add to that journey that will move you along quicker. So it, it is definitely a how-to book that you can keep referring back to. I made it very short, so it's an easy read. It can be referred to many, many times. And I have presented uh, this my book in many forms to just unbelievable amount of audience and and for each audience I presented to there's always that aha moment where wow this does make sense I really see how uh, I I can work through that because the comfort zone in reality is just a set of habits that you have learned over the course of your life and those habits served you very well up until the point when you want to make a change and breaking those habits allows you to move forward unfortunately it has also it's difficult and as any habit whether it's a good habit or a bad habit if it's not serving you any longer it needs to change but understanding who you are, where you are in the process, what fears you're feeling allows you to think about the next step. Completely makes sense. Yeah, the the version of the book that I that you that you gave me, I've got highlighted and 
dog-eared and tagged <laughs> with notes and all kinds of mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff in here. So um, yeah, it's a it's a definite uh, awesome guide here. So and a lot of things that I can personally relate to. Um, a lot of goals, you know. You try and set goals for yourself each year, and then you know probably by the end of January you've you've forgotten about them, and you just kind of default back to your normal process of going through whatever your life is, as opposed to coming back and revisiting those goals and going, okay, am I hitting where I'm supposed to be? Am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? And then this is a great, like you said, reference book to be able to go back to and go, okay, so where am I at personally? Yeah, something I've got to come back to and pick up again. I'm going through a lot of a lot of different changes. Exactly. And and um, one of the, one of the the recommendations I always tell people is is to create a purpose statement for yourself. Because the journey you're on often has many bumps and and blocks in its way and having a purpose statement that is something that is larger than yourself. Uh change is personal. And only you can understand what you're going through. But having a definite purpose is similar to creating that sense of urgency. What is my purpose every single day and every single action that I take? And if you are true to that purpose, even when those challenges get really heavy, that purpose is still out there. And you know that you can continue on that journey despite those challenges. So it is, it is really, really benefits, uh, to have that purpose statement and post it everywhere you can. Uh, my purpose is to always, uh, create aha moments for people to it kind of ignite, uh, a passion and, and, if I can't do that in every interaction that I, I have, uh, then I have to strive even harder. And when I am faced with challenges, that purpose statement, it tells me I can do this. I can do this because I have a definite purpose in my life. And this is why I'm I'm moving on this journey. Yeah. And people people shy away from discomfort because yeah. it's uncomfortable. And they don't they don't want to go there unless they really do have that that driving force with. And I I, I can identify with that purpose statement because I'm thinking of two or three right now that I can like write down. It's just a matter of which one is going to be yeah. the most important for me. Is there anything specific or large message that you'd like to convey in this in this episode that you'd like to get on? Oh, certainly. On um, I you know I I just want to share that. The, leaving your comfort zone opens up unbelievable doors of opportunity. And when you can take a peek at what lies ahead of you, having that vision of what would it feel like if I was my ideal self doing work that I love and being who I am. And, and so never be afraid to take that risk. Fear is there, but you can use your fear as energy. You can step forward. You can challenge yourself. 
you you don't know what you can do until you start to do it. I spent many years saying I can't, I can't, I can't. But when you all of a sudden change your mind and say I can, you find it works. Now, where can people find your book? Where can they go and 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 find your book um, to be two able to places. get a copy of it? I strongly suggest to uh, go to my website, which is susannewstrom.com, uh, because my link will go directly to the publisher. You can purchase it on Amazon. Uh, Amazon has a way sometimes of saying the book is out of stock, and it's it's not. Uh, so, uh, but you can buy an ebook. Also, it's, it's, it's an ebook and it's a paperback. So you can buy that on Amazon also. Excellent. Well, listen, Susan, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule. It's like I said, you've got, you've got a lot of things that you're doing there in your life. And, um, for all of those people that are listening, I hope you get, uh, some valuable information out of this show. And uh, go go to Amazon or go to Susan Newstrom's website and get a copy. I did. I've got a copy, and I tell you, it's uh, it's definitely a good read, easy, quick, and um, you right. will end and, up. And if up I can add, if, if anyone's so. looking for a speaker, I speak on a number of topics. Uh, wha- uh, certainly, my book, and uh, I speak about leadership. I speak about motivation and I speak about uh, the growth mindset. And, and if you're looking for a speaker, you can contact me at um, snewstrom at gmail.com. Wow. Thank you, Susan. That was, uh, wow, uh, information-packed uh, visit that I had with her. So I think the sum of that visit was, you know, if you're sick and tired of where you are, and you've got a choice or an option to go a different direction in your life, do it. I mean, we're only here for a short period of time. Chase your dreams. Um, live life to its fullest because if you don't, as you get older, then you'll have some regrets. And the last thing you want as you get older is regrets. And then there are those, some of that, uh, you know, the boat that I fit in, I guess, where... Um, you just got life slapped in the face and you got to make a choice and you got to just push forward. So as I said in the in the book, in the uh, interview, uh, the book here, the, the Comfort Zone Illusion, you know, I got presented with a set of circumstances and I'm just plowing through it and starting to chase after some things that maybe I should have chased after when I was younger. And, um, you know, you're never too old for certain things. So chase after your dreams and um, go after life hard. All right. Thank you. And uh, you can, if you enjoyed this segment, this episode, you can uh, find us wherever you found this podcast. Uh, We're on uh, Apple Podcasts. I think Google has a Google Play, Google Podcasts, Spotify. So we're on most of the major uh, channels where you can uh, get your podcasts. So Read the show notes. I'll provide some shortcuts and contact information for Susan and her website. And stay tuned for our next show. Thank you.